Okay, I'm really excited to start this podcast because um, I discovered a theme song to a television show I used to watch as a kid. It was an adult TV show, not like a nude one, but it was like for adults, like designed for adults. And I loved watching it and I used to cry in it because it was sad. Um, but it was it's the greatest song of all time. I, this is hands down one of my favourite, not just themes, but pieces of music ever. And I'm not going to tell you what it is. Because if you're 30 and above, or maybe 29 and above, you'll know it, okay? And the mums, the old mums, if you're older than 40 and 45, you should get this instantly. You would have been addicted to this show. Um, it's like the modern day Game of Thrones. No. It's like olden days, when I was younger, Game of Thrones. Uh, FYI, this is complete drivel. My name's Christian Hull. This podcast is the biggest waste of time you'll ever hear in your life, okay? So don't complain about it. Also... Can you leave me a five-star review, please? I'm begging for a review with five stars. Sorry. I know that's really annoying and I sound like an Uber driver. But five stars. Five stars? That's racist. Um, okay, you ready for it? Oh, I love it. It's going to turn it up. I have to play it out of my phone because I'm in a weird studio and it doesn't. Shh. Oh, well, well that's an ad. That's embarrassing. Skip ad. What's the Tom Cruise movie? Mm. Mm, Got to sit through this. It's an ad for American Made. Oh, Tom Cruise is wearing some short shorts. Not bad. He's not bad for 60, 50, 45. Sorry, I know. It's, yeah, I can't skip it. Here we go. Here we go. Cinemas now. Actually, you know what? Pause it, pause it. You're, you're like, I know half of you are like, oh, I know what that is. And half of you are like, oh, my God, I know what it is, but I don't know what it is. And I just realized I can actually get a mouse. I think I can get YouTube up on this and I can play it properly through the computer. Sorry. I just, you just need to hear it like crystal clear. Like I can hear it, not through a phone line, through a microphone. That's shit. Do we have to sit through another bloody ad? Probably. Here we go. Here we go. playing the whole thing. Oh, I wish I could make love to that song. Isn't it just... Amazing. It's just such a good power ballad. It's amazing. And if you don't know what TV show it's from, are you ready for this? It starred George Clooney in it. It was about doctors. It was in a hospital. It was called ER. <gasps> Did I just blow your mind and bring you back? Like memories came flooding in. I listened to this on, it's not on Spotify, which is so annoying. It's only on YouTube. And so I have to like, oh, just listening to, oh, just, I'm sorry, but 
This is In a World Where Danger Lurks Around the Corner. There's one team of doctors to save you. And then it shows, you know, like, like if I describe the opening to you, the opening's playing right now, it's like where the dramatic, they're being dramatic, they're being dramatic, and then they turn and look at the camera, like, and then their name comes up on the screen. Dr. Lyons. And then they're running, rescuing, rescuing. Oh, CPR, one, two, three, four, five. And then Catherine. And now it's all their moves. It's like they're crying and breaking down because they've lost a patient. Oh, music. I just, I bloody love it. And the dramatic bit at the end here. Oh my God, can I play it again? No, okay. Let me just talk you, oh, just... This, I put this above Tina Arena. Like, you know how much I love Tina Arena. I did a whole podcast on just singing Tina songs. And boy, I've got like 10,000 listens. What a bunch of morons that listen to that. It probably got 10,000, like, like I think a listen is when you hit play and it plays like half a second. And it's like, oh, no, but it still counts as a listen. Booyah! Winning. Um. Anyway, it's like, ER for me, I remember... Uh, I, was, I think it was a Thursday night. I used to sit down and watch ER with mum and dad. And it was like emotional. It was like for like a, I don't remember. I think I was 13, 14, 15. What years was ER? Hey, Siri, what year was ER on television? No, oh, not ET. God, Siri, you're so annoying. Now I have to Google it. Waste precious podcast time. We all know this is not precious time. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I just need, I need to work out what age I am because that determines. This is, this is a lot for me. Okay, ER was my formative years. What year was ER on television? 94 to 2009. Christ, it was a long season series. Jesus. Okay, so 94, and I watched it from the first episode. No, I wouldn't have because I would have been... Seven. No, so no. Fuck. Well, no. Excuse my language. Ninety-four to two thousand nine. That's my whole bloody life. Anyway, so I'm going to say I was like thirteen, fourteen, and you come and you sit down. I was so excited. Doctor Green. Oh, and Doctor Green dies. Oh, oh my god, it was so sad. And he just dies, and he's leaving. It's like oh. And then George Clooney leaves, and the the girl with the curly hair loves him. And oh. But then look at what George Clooney went on to do. Ugh, good decision. Um. Anyway, so you go and you sit down and you're watching it. Now, ER, like, ER was the epitome of the perfect TV show for me because it had, it, it taught me, like, the, the format of a great TV show where you open and you go straight into the content, straight in, right? With the good, like, the bomb goes off, everyone's injured, and, you know, you know what's going to happen in the episode. So uh, you just, you come in and then there's that, that climactic cliffhanger moment. Um, for example, like, this is... Uh, oh. Sorry, my mind's going a thousand miles an hour. And you, you have that cliffhanger moment and then suddenly the theme kicks in. Bam! Like, let me just give you an example and then I promise we'll move on to a great shitting my pants story that I got sent. So, um, let me make up a scene. So, scene, right? You're in the hospital. It opens. Straight away in the hospital, it's chaotic. Uh, Dr. Green, you're needed in room five. Dr. Green, you're needed over here. It's like, well, you know, one, two, three, four. There's a guy performing CPR. Right, but you can't see who they're performing CPR on. So everyone's in chaos and it's like uh, the police come in and it's like, oh, we've got six more patients here for the bomb and the things. And then someone walks in with a gun. So a guy on ice walks in with a gun. Like, this show is so amazing. Everyone get down. And so this guy's like, 
giving CPR to this guy. One, two, uh, get down on the ground. He's like, I can't, uh, cancer, I'm, I'm trying to save this man's life. Get on the ground. And the guy's happening. The camera pans out and reveals the person they're giving CPR to is one of the head doctors. Scene kicks in. Opening credits. And yes, we're listening to this whole thing again. goes into ads and then it comes back in with a slow story to a slow build and, and, and you know you work out what's going on oh my god that tv show just i just want to go back and watch all of it <laughs> but i'm i'm an emotional mess because of that show like that show just destroyed me as a human because i'm sensitive and i cry at everything and i remember sitting there because mum and dad would sit at the couch and i would sit on the floor and i'd be watching it like crying as a 14-year-old boy, being like, oh, I'm, I'm a heterosexual, crying, 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 and then just being like, achoo, and bringing my hand up to my mouth and wiping the tears away. I hope they don't see me crying at this episode where this woman dropped her orange and it rolled into the bin and she was just like, <laughs> orange, cried anything. I cried watching Ricky Lake. My mum was a crier, though. Is a crier. She's not dead. Um, anyway, that was ER. I can't, I just want to, I'm going to, I'm so sorry. Like, I'm genuinely, let's just go from this, like, the end bit. We'll just go do the end bit. Isn't it just so powerful? Just the end. What about here? Where is it? Wait. Where it builds? A slow build. Oh, Christ. Okay, okay, that's enough. I need to move on. How long have we been talking about this for? Oh, 10 minutes. I oh, really do know how to fill a podcast full of bullshit, don't I? Okay, what about, oh, the shit in my pants story. So I got sent a story and she said, don't name me, but I'm going to, I'm going to say a full name. No, I'm not. I promise I won't. Oh, God. Seeking every ounce of energy to abide by her wishes not to be named. Uh, she goes, uh, word for it. Oh, oh, geez, I can't believe I'm sharing this. I was going to a concert with my husband, friends, and sister. We had uh, some iffy food for dinner beforehand, but I hadn't been feeling too bad until we hit the city. Right? It's the shitting the pants story that I bloody love. <clears throat> she goes on. I asked my husband to park as close as he could to the venue. He really had no clue when it comes to this stuff, so he parked miles away. We were walking toward the venue, and I started walking faster and faster. I knew my time was near. I was so close. I could see the steps. By this stage, I was running. Then the banks burst. There was nothing to be done. I ran off to the side of the walkway so I could get away from people. I had the tickets, so I couldn't just run away. I turned and showed the tickets to my sister, uh, and using the special sister connection to tell her with my eyes to take the others and just get away from me. She was brilliant. She shuffled them away to the concert without them knowing anything. 
that this poor woman has just shat her pants. Just shat them. There's shit in her pants right now. She just said I was sick and couldn't make it. I had to walk back to the car and a long drive home from the city. The most uncomfortable drive ever. Okay, I want to reference that she's reached out to me for this story because a couple of podcast episodes ago, I dropped the line because I shat myself while driving. And I said, come on, we've all sat in shit while driving. And this wonderful woman has messaged me to say, yes, I sat in my shit. The most uncomfortable drive ever. Shit everywhere. I had called my mum on the way home to get her up to date so she wouldn't have changed, uh, so she would have a change of clothes ready for me. Um, I asked that everybody close their eyes uh, to take, uh, where, sorry, I've lost my face. Um, um, bum, bum, bum. I asked everyone to close their eyes when I went through the room so I could just run through and clean myself up. This worked fine. I put my head down and just ran my fastest past them until my mum yells out information that made it clear to everyone in the room what had happened. Oh my God, it's all down her legs. To date, the most embarrassing thing that has ever happened to me. It's still a bloody funny story though. It's the greatest story ever. It's so good. Like it's my favourite thing I've ever done. Hello, now you can come in. It's the cleaners. It's a hot cleaner. How are you? Yeah, keep vacuuming. Actually, no, vacuum while I still record. That's really funny. It's really hot cleaner. Um, yeah. And I'm really awkward around the hot cleaner because he's really hot. Where's your wife? She's here. Oh yay! Tell her I'm tell her I'm in here. And I'll but I'll be down in a minute. Okay, marry me. What? Do you want to make out? Okay, keep. Oh my god. He's like in his 20s and he's real gym puff and his wife is a babe. <sighs> I forgot what I was saying. Anyway, great shitting my pants story interrupted by Total Babe. He's um, His wife's probably going to come in. I'm going to have to pause it because she's going to say some things that I probably can't put on here because she's a loose unit and I love her to pieces. Okay. Um, oh. So I got asked a question from Tracy because I've got triplet brothers and Tracy wanted to know if two are identical, one is not. He's not left out. He's fine. Excuse me, I just have to burp up my burrito. Um, uh, Tracy wants to know what tricks my brothers played on my parents. And then I've written here, tell the art story. So the boys didn't really play tricks on mum and dad. Um, ah, there she is. Hello. Give me one sec. I'll be back in a minute. And I'm back from chatting to the really attractive wife. They're getting married. So Charles will be off the market. So I've got six months to make my move. Um, I've hit on so many people's husbands in the last podcast. Well, to round it all out, Sophie Kachia. Oh, her husband, Jared. Oh, and, I'm, and Annie. Oh. Some, I'm just so jealous. But they're all really good-looking girls. And they've got hot husbands. And then I just look at my flabbiness and be like, how can I woo them? How can I woo them with my charm? Um, um, but, uh, boom. What was I talking about? 
Oh, my brothers. So my brothers, um, identical, Nick and Tim, identical brothers. Um, everyone thinks they look the same. I can't see it because when you grow up with them, blah, 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 boring, 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 not important. School rolls around. High school. So they get a mobile phone in maybe year 11 and 12, I think, I think. And basically what they used to do, and I think this is genius. Oh, this is so clever. So the teachers, some teachers had no idea that there was two of them. They just thought it was the same person, you know, because they, they'd never see them together. So like one teacher would see Nick and then would walk past and see Tim, but just think Tim was Nick. So they thought it was just one kid who was very active within the school community. Tim did all the music. Nick did sports and like all this other stuff. They must have just thought this, this one kid was just bloody all over everything. Um. And, and then, and then at the end of the year graduation, when they come up and they stand together and they call out Timothy Hull, Nicholas Hull, Adrian Hull. They're like, what? Nick and Tim are two different people? Oh, just, I wish I was an identical twin. So here's what they used to do in their last years of school. So they're sitting in there and this is, this is a true story. I think Nick was in economics and Tim was in art. And so Tim gets a text. <laughs> From Nick being like, oh, I'm so bored. Can we swap classes? <laughs> so Tim's halfway through a self-portrait and Nick's in economics. So they're like, excuse me, miss, can I go to the bathroom? So they walk out. And the beauty about this is all of their friends can tell them apart. So Tim leaves the class. Nick leaves the class. They do a swap over. Tim walks in back into economics and sits down. And Nick walks into the art class and sits down. All the kids are like, this is, oh my God, it's Tim. Uh, Tim's come back in. And then Nick's carrying on with Tim's self-portrait. Nick's not the artist. And then Tim, I don't know, I don't know just carrying on with economics. I don't, I don't even think Tim was really good at economics. Although Tim turned out to be the smarter one by just minuscule amounts. Nick would kill me if I said that. But isn't that not genius? Just like, oh, I'm so bored of this. Do you mind swapping? I want to do some something a bit more creative. They just swap, And the teacher had no clue. The teacher would come up and be like, Tim, this is just amazing. And the kids are all laughing. And, yep, thank you, miss. Can't even tell you. I don't even know your name because I'm not in this class and I don't do art. And then you just see Tim's self-portrait and it's drastically, like, beautiful one half and then just the shit other half. I just thought it was so, like, that's a genius move. Clever, clever. How many minutes have I done? 18 minutes. All right, I'll finish with this. So, um, let me go to Instagram. Sorry, 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 sorry. So, Annie Nolan, who is uh, Uncanny Annie blog on Instagram, um, shared with me, her, her husband's hot. I've, I, I hit on her husband, I think, the last two podcasts. I hit on him indirectly through Annie. I'll just hit on people's husbands straight to their wives' faces. Um, oh, send nudes. Uh, she sent me this message and she was like, oh, my God, you love this page. Let me find it. Sorry. And it's called, <laughs> wait, 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 wait. It's so great. It relates to the pervert test I did. Uh, the other day, scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. Sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> Here it is. It's called look underscore at underscore this underscore pussy. And here's the description. Almost nothing is not a pussy. Taking submissions like a champ. Right in our upcoming advice column. And it's basically 
um, photos of things that look like vaginas. And it's sort of like, do you see a vagina? And some of them, yes, very blatantly. Some are so funny. Like there's this, oh my God, just, can you just go and, it's called look at this pussy. Look underscore at underscore this underscore pussy. Um, oh, how am I not following it? Follow it. Um, like just some of these things. Oh my God. It's a baby's onesie, but it's fallen on the floor and it looks like a vagina. A pancake. It's a puddle. They just all look like vaginas. Anyway, uh, thank you for sending that in, Annie. I'm just going to quickly do a search. Just a quick search. Quickie McQuickster. Look at this penis. Look at this penis. <gasps> there is a look at this penis one. Oh, it's only got 12 followers. It's just got dick fruit. Fruit looks like dicks. Uh, that's disappointing. What about things that look like penis? Oh, here we go. This one. Oh, it's only got 21 followers. And it's just, again, dick fruit. Oh, I think that's all the notes I've done. I've cleared out all my notes. I've got nothing more to talk about. Um, anyway, I was going to... Oh, you know what I'm going to end with? You, you know what I'm going to end with. I'm pretty sure, was this, no, yeah, you know, you know what I mean. Um, let me just hook you in so you can, um, I'm going to tell you a grinder story. No, wait, no, that's not, it. um, um, oh, what's something, I just need to drop a bomb. So, oh, I've got to drop a bomb, but I want to drop a truth bomb and then tell you the end of the story. Oh God, I was thinking of something that's happened recently. Oh my God. Okay. Here's a truth bomb. I was at work uh, a couple of days ago and I went on this website that I'm a member of. Right. And this website is, um, you have a profile and it's, it's just for sex. Right. And I saw someone from work. going to make you sit through the whole thing. Wait, I just realised... Can I just start this again? I know, so annoying. Oh, my God, this is so annoying and irritating. Just turn it off now. Um, I realized the hook I gave you wasn't good enough, so let's just retract that. Let me redo that hook. Okay. Oh, my God. The most funniest, weirdest thing happened to me. I was on this site. We all know what the site was. It was a bit, a bit of a dirty one. And I saw someone from work on the site. I didn't know they were from work. Do you know how I found out? I unlocked my nude photos for them and then 
I'm a lot happy with that one. Okay, we've got about 45 seconds to go. Favourite bit? Shit, that is just so good. Okay, yeah, so I unlocked my nudes for them and then they blocked me because they didn't think that I realised who they were. So I know who they are. So here's the thing. They so um oh god, if anyone from work listens to this. Look, oh shit, I forgot people from work listen to this. <laughs> okay, it's not someone I know well. Is all I'll say. Okay, it's not someone I'm friendly with. Uh it's not someone that I don't want to get I don't it's not someone in content. That'll make sense with people who I work with who listen to this. Uh, there's not many. I think there's like two people. But for those two people. Um I don't think I've ever said a word to this person. No, I haven't said a word to this person. But so I, upon realizing once I unlocked and I was like, mm, it could be this person because I can sort of tell from the shots and then I got blocked. So that's like definite confirmation for me. They freaked out and got, ew, I just saw Christian naked. Um, He works upstairs, uh, block, block, block. And now I think I've shared news with someone I work with. I mean, it doesn't matter anyway. I once... This is, I think this is a story I gave on like podcast three or four. I once accidentally put a nude on my, my story on Snapchat. This is years ago. Thankfully, I didn't have anyone following me. Oh, I just had work people and friends. The worst type of people that you want to see yourself nude. And family. Oh, my brother saw it. Oh, poor Adrian. Um, I was showing my brother. I was like, because I, I was taking Snapchats of... Um, my uh, niece, and I was like, oh, she's so cute. Here's a photo. Here's a photo. And I looked away, and he goes, Christian, that's your penis. And I looked, I went, oh, my God. Sorry I had to see that. And then I realized, oh, my God, it's on my my story. Delete, delete. But before I deleted it, I check who'd viewed it. Four people, two I work with, one was my boss. 